Have you ever felt like you were going crazy trying to survive in this world as a Christian? From denying your flesh and not hauling off on someone that pushes you a little too far to learning how to bring up Jesus in a conversation without being called judgmental. Yeah, I get it. It's been hard for me too. But each week we get to dive deep into these conversations that most believers won't ever talk about and hopefully provide encouragement, healing, and knowledge where it's due. It's time to draw the curtains and bring some things to the light. We're getting real, raw, and true. This is Christian Girl in a Godless World with Dominique Duar. Let's get it. What's up, everybody? I hope you're having a good day. So I want to go ahead and jump right into today's topic, which is about music and movies in the Christian world. What's appropriate? What's not appropriate? And I think this is really good to talk about because I think a lot of people have misconceptions about what Christians can do and what they can't do. And they get into the whole mechanics of it all. And I really want to kind of break that down and just kind of debunk um, just some misconceptions about this. So the main thing that people believe about Christians is that we are not allowed to listen to any other type of music other than Christian music, gospel music, holy music, worship music, the whole nine yards in addition to watching, you know, particular movies and things like that. And that's absolutely not true. And the main reason why it's not is because um, God is not a God who does things in one particular way. He is very limitless in regards to what he does and how he uses people and what avenues and tools that he can use to really touch the hearts of men, which is what he which is what he's supposed to do, right? So I think it would it will really totally limit it it does limit God to totally believe that he can only use people through the realms of just Christian music and gospel music and Christian movies and all of that type of stuff. Like that's not true. And we have to understand that God can use people in so many different types of ways. So the first thing I'm going to hit on is is music. So with music Music is very universal. It's something that could totally bring people together and it connects people from all different cultures and races. And I mean, personally, I love music. Like I grew up listening to music. I grew up learning how to sing, being taught how to sing by my mom. And then I got more vocal training as I got older and went to college. And but music has always been a huge part of my heart. And I don't only listen to Christian music, y'all. Like I love gospel music. I have a lot of you know, favorite gospel artists and Christian artists and worship artists and all of that type of stuff that I listen to regularly. But that's not the only music I listen to. Like my playlist is very, very versatile in regards to what I like to listen to. And that is totally okay. Like I don't want, you know, people of God to feel like they can't listen to other types of music. But however, you do have to be mindful of what type of music that you're listening to because not all music is good. And we have to understand that um, a lot of music has spirits attached to it. You know, we're, we're believers of Christ. So we can definitely open up that conversation and say that, you know, just like God can touch people through music, so can a devil. You know, we just being real here because music is like, Like I said, it can make you feel so many different types of things. It can really control your mood. It can connect you with other people. So if God 
you know, is able to use that avenue, why wouldn't the devil be able to use it, right? So I think it's important that we be mindful of what type of music we listen to because we don't want to get trapped into something that's going to cause us to fall and to cause us to get into sinful um, behaviors and practices and things like that. So for example, you know, before I got really deep in my relationship with God, um, you know, R&B is like one of my favorite genres of music. It's not the only one, but it's one of my favorite. And the main music that I used to listen to like all the time, it didn't matter day or night, Um, before I really grew in my relationship with God was a lot of, you know, like sexy R&B music. Um, for instance, like one of my favorite artists, um, his name is Tank. Like, yes. So I've seen him in concert and a lot of his music is very sexual. We just going to be real. Even though he does have a lot of other music that's not sexual, it talks about love and heartbreak and strength and stuff like that. But a lot of his music is very sexual, And it can get you in the mood like real, real, real quick, okay? And let me tell you how a lot of his songs had me like, bruh, you know, like before I got married, you know, them songs used to just take me to another place. And I really had to be careful. Like even now, I can't listen to that even though I'm married. But even even now, I don't want to fall into lust and like having my thoughts go drift and do other things like that. So I really don't listen to a lot of his like sexual music like on a regular basis like don't get me wrong now because I'm married I do have a you know a playlist that's you know for those nights when me and my husband want to be intimate and make love and all that type of stuff and you know Tank is on there some of his stuff not everything but you know so in that particular moment you know I'm in that moment with my husband and we're making love and you know we're we're connecting and we're bonding with each other in that in that particular case it's like whatever I, I don't really see Christians listening to Christian music while you having sex. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's some out here who do that. But for me, I'm like, nah, like, I don't see me listening to worship music while I'm, you know, doing that with my husband. Like, I just don't see me doing that. And I'm laughing because I was talking with somebody about this. And I, well, actually, I think I asked my husband, I was like, what do you think like real you know holy couples listen to like when you know when they're making love like married couples he was like well I don't think they listen to you know you know worship music I'm like I just can't see that right and so I just think that's funny but I just wanted to give an example about that because a lot of people just assume because we're holy that you know all we listen to is holy music and that's not true you know God gives visions and he gives ideas and and words and lyrics to all different types of musical artists outside of just worship and gospel artists for instance um the r&b singer major he the one that sung um this is why i love you he you know i heard him talk you know on this show on on youtube where he said that god actually gave him the lyrics to that song and that song was a love letter to god and God, you know, actually called him to go into the R&B uh, field. And I know that sounds crazy to a lot of people. They be like, what? God, God gonna send an R&B person into the field? But yes, he does that, you know, because he's not a God that you can just put into a box and say, oh, he can only use people who sing gospel music. Like, that's not true. God can use anybody in any area. He can put his name in any area. That's who he is. So it's important for us to realize that. So, you know, Major was just talking about how God has just, you know, been a big part of his life and he has, a, you know, a deep relationship with God. And God told him, like, I will bless you 
in the R&B, you know, area if you dedicate the music you make to me. You know, God said that. And I just think that's so amazing because it shows that he can use people in any realm. He can put us anywhere and use us for his glory. So, you know, it's important to realize that, look, you know, if you if you have a playlist full of different artists, like I said, I listen to pop. I listen to, you know, some hip hop that's, you know, not totally ratchet and crazy talking about pointless things like sex, gun, drugs, girls. I don't listen to stuff like that. But I listen to the the hip hop that has like a message, something that I can connect to, something that's uplifting, you know, and I listen to like, you know, maybe some jazz. I listen to some country. I listen to pop. I even listen to house music. Like I grew up on like old school house music, like the music my mom and my aunts and uncles and stuff grew up listening to. I grew up listening to that. So I have that on my playlist and it's like just straight dance music, right? Now, some of the house songs, you know, got some lyrics that's like, mm, okay, I'm, I may not listen to that one. But a lot of it is just dance music and it make you feel good and it takes you to another place. So I think it's important to know that, you know, God is not sitting up here like, well, you're not listening to Christian music, so you don't love me and you're sinning. He's not like that, you know, and people need to understand that. And when we grow in our relationship with God, he shows us who he is. He shows us those characteristics. And as long as what we're doing and the activities that we engage in glorify God, then it's okay. You know, it doesn't have to be a gospel, a gospel song. You can dedicate a love song to God and he will hear your heart just as loud as he would hear someone that's doing worship music or that's listening to worship music, you know? So I think it's really good to kind of talk about that. Now, when it comes to movies, you know, like I said, it's kind of the same deal. You know, I like all types of movies. I don't, you know, only watch, you know, inspirational movies like, you know, War Room or like, um, I can't even think of the Unbreakable or something like that. I can't even think of the names of the other movies um, that are like inspirational and have like those godly principles and stuff in them. Um, those, I do like those movies, but I, those, those are not the only movies I watch. Like, for instance, my favorite movie, and y'all might laugh about it, is Legally Blonde. And when I tell people that that's my favorite movie, they're like, what? Like, why is that your favorite movie? And the reason why I love that movie so much is because it taught me at a young age that you can do whatever you want to do. Like, the sky's the limit. It really just, because it was, you know, whoever has seen it, I hope a lot of you have seen it because it's old, it's, it's a classic. Um, but it's about a um, woman named Elle Woods. You know, she grew up in Beverly Hills. She was like the pretty blonde hair, blue eyed girl who was rich. And, you know, she, she was known, she was st- stereotyped as this type of dumb blonde who couldn't do anything but, you know, be a bikini model and whatever. But her boyfriend ended up dumping her and um, he went to Harvard Law School and she was really adamant on getting him back. So she like, okay, I'm going to study, I'm going to buckle down and I'm going to go to Harvard and get him back. So she literally studies for weeks. She passes the LSAT, which, you know, surprised everybody. And she gets into Harvard and, you know, at first the whole situation was for her to um, do it in, a, in an attempt to get her boyfriend back. But over time, she realized, first of all, that he was a, a piece of crap because really he had got back together with his ex before her and, and proposed to her. So he was going to get married to a whole nother girl. And 
after a while, Elle realized that, you know what, I don't want you. Like, I actually want to pursue this. And she realized that she was capable of much more than what she thought she was. She, she was capable of more than what everybody expected from her. And that, to me, that's prophetic. That's a message from God saying that, you know, you're not put into one box. You know, I can do so much more with you. There are so many gifts and other things that you don't even realize about yourself. But if I put you in the right environment where you can grow and actually see these things manifest, then you'll become the person that I want you to be. You know, so at the end of it, she ended up being top of her graduating class at Harvard. And she ended up getting a job at one of the top prestigious law firms in Boston. So that just shows how amazing and intentional God is about things like this. And that's what I'm saying. That wasn't a movie that just had Jesus all up in it, but it had a message that was very God-fearing and it had morals, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I connect with that movie. And of course it's funny and everything, but I connected with it on a deep level. So even to this day, I was like, I still love that movie, but I'm just giving an example about that. But we really just have to be mindful you know, about what we watch. It's not that, you, not that you have to watch something that has Jesus all up and through it, but you have to make sure that what you're watching um, has some type of moral compass to it. And honestly, I, I've, you know, I've been convicted in this area because I, because I like so many types of movies, you know, I've watched like action movies and stuff um, that have like shooting or fighting in it. And to be honest, I became numb to that. And really we shouldn't. You know, and I, and I know my husband has talked to me a lot about it. Like, you know, some of the movies you watch, I just, you know, I don't know why you watch that. And I'm like, well, it's not it's not real. It's not whatever. But I think that's besides the point. And now I actually realize, you know, what my husband was trying to tell me is that, you know, why would you want to watch something that's condoning violence? You know, whether it's in a movie or not, whether it's real or not, this is what it's portraying, you know. And so we just have to be careful to watch things and to listen to things that even though we may not think it's that serious but you don't know what's being transmitted into your brain you don't know what's happening and like I said there's spirits attached to everything so just like it's a spirit attached to music there's a spirit attached to movies also so you have to be careful about what you watch because that could change your whole idea about you know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable and you become numb to things that you should have a reaction about you know and in essence, those things take you away from God. And that's the whole purpose. That's the whole, de that's the devil's whole mission is to take us away from God. So it's really important for us to just be careful about that type of stuff. And even movies that have sex scenes in them. I can't watch that. And I'm married. I remember being very numb to that, to that type of stuff back in the day before I got married when I was single. I was like, whatever, it's a sex scene. But now I can't even watch that. I cannot watch a sex scene. I have to skip past it. And that's because I'm I'm trying to to keep myself pure and holy. So even though I'm married, I don't even want to see no other couple having sex. Because that's, first of all, that's not my husband. So why would I want to watch another couple getting all physically intimate? You know, even though yes is a movie, but you also have to be pure in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why watch a movie with a sex scene and you married? That's why you want to look at that. The only person I should be looking at like that is my husband. So I think it's really important. And that might sound like a stretch, but this is what I mean. So like when it's a, when it's a sex scene, I either, you know, I skip past it. 
I skip to the next scene, you know, because I'm like, uh uh-uh, I'm not even going to let my eyes look into that because then I can fall into lust. And yes, you can have lust in marriage, but that's a whole nother topic for another day. (laughs) But I just wanted to stress, you know, overall, when it comes to music and movies, it's important that we just remember, you know, you don't have to necessarily just listen or watch just Christian music, listen to Christian music, watch Christian movies in order to be holy and to, and to be pleasing to God. But if you do watch something or listen to something that may be con- deemed secular, make sure it's something that God would approve of. Make sure it's something that has morals, things that God will want you to learn that's going to help you grow spiritually and just as the person that he's calling you to be. That's the whole moral of this story and the whole moral of what I'm saying. So I hope this topic was good. I mean, let me know, guys. Like, what do you think about this topic? Do you agree that Christians um, can listen to music, You know, listen to music and watch movies that are secular? Um, do you agree? Do you disagree? I just, you know, we can definitely have more conversations. If you have questions or comments about this topic, definitely make sure you reach out to me and we can continue this. You know, this is an ongoing subject. So, Thank you for listening. I want to go ahead and do what I do every week. And that is end out with a word of prayer. All right. So Father God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for who you are in our lives. We thank you for what you're doing, Jesus. We thank you, God, that you are not a God that we can just put in a particular box, that we cannot predict what you're doing, that we cannot know how it is that you are using us, Lord. But we know that you're going to use us for your glory and you're going to use any methods or means to do that father god so we thank you that we know that we can count on you during any particular moments in our lives father god so we just thank you jesus that we have you um to lead and guide us so lord help us to be able to uh, maintain holiness when it comes to the music that we listen to and the movies that we watch father god that everything we do glorifies you even if it's something that doesn't necessarily have your name in it father god but that you lead and guide us and that you still be glorified in whatever we listen to and whatever we watch father god and we come against the devil and all of his attacks through music and movies father god we cancel them right now in the name of jesus and we ask that you would regulate our minds that you would have us fixed on you no matter what uh, may be thrown our way father god that we will not give into temptation that we will only seek heavenly and spiritual things father god so we thank you so much father god that we have a God who is open and we have a God who is a limitless father God that you can do anything and use anybody in any area so we thank you for that father God and we say use us we say help us to grow father God and stretch us father God and push us towards your good and perfect will and we love you so very much and it is in your precious son's name that I do pray amen All right. Well, thank you all so much for kicking it with me today. I hope you enjoyed this topic and I will see you all next time. Bye.